0: Dog ball talk, Matt on and Jordan Flegel, and we're here to give out the hardware. Who gives a fuck that they've already given out two of the uh, the awards? <laughs> and by the time you're listening to this, maybe even a third. Uh, but it's Matt Eichmann and Jordan Flegel. We're giving the real takes that quake, the real NBA awards, the real hardware. Uh, you know, we we, yes. we see we see with our third eye wide open, the third eye not blind here. Jordan, <laughs> uh, obviously, you know, we're we're in the middle of the playoffs. Lots of great action going on. Uh, Draymond Green uh, stomping through people's chests. Uh, interesting <laughs> stuff out there on the court. Uh, but overall, I mean. Uh, as far as the regular season goes, I think this was an exciting one. It went by really quickly. Uh, but you know what? I, I think 2022, 2023 will, uh, will be fondly remembered. Uh, at least uh, for the regular season. I think there was a lot of good that came out of this one. A lot of great plays, spectacular performances. Uh, you know, Jordan, I mean, what, what are you going to remember this season for?
1: Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, I don't, don't think this will be much of a surprise, but, you know, the the most disappointing Raptors season I can ever remember. But outside mm-hmm. of that, I try and cast my mind outside of that. Um, honestly, I ignored the Raptors most of the year anyway, so it's not even that hard. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah, I mean, another just awesome MVP race uh, between mm-hmm. three guys. Rarely you get it, you know, that close again. Um, and, and so that was awesome. I'm going to remember that, you know, the... And and we're we're gonna get into it, uh, but you know little little moments uh, for for those MVP candidates like when when uh, when Jokic and and the Nuggets went into Philly that that game I think end of January something like that the you know there was there was only gonna be the two meetings obviously the second meeting between those guys Embiid yes. s- sits out in Denver so we don't really get the uh, sort of uh, uh, take two there, but the the first one was great. Came down to the wire, uh, and and Embiid had an amazing game, an amazing performance. Similar, you know, Jan- Giannis. Uh, I I forget what some of his crazy stat lines were, um, but you know he, he had another insane season. Uh, and then you get, uh, do we get three 70 point games this year between Luca, Donovan, and Dame? Did Dame get to seventy?
0: Yeah. I, I think that the, the I think they all got to seventy three or something. It was yeah, uh, pretty insane. or seventy one. Or-
1: yeah. yeah. So those th- those crazy, you know, the Luca one was pretty early on in the season, and then mm-hmm. uh, the Spider one, and then the Dame one. So just crazy, crazy offensive output this year as well, mm-hmm. which has been pretty exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think you're right, Matt. I think this has been a, a a memorable regular season, and it's it's you know we're we're seeing the fruits of it in the playoffs now. But one of the most wide open regular seasons we've seen. Like these these mm-hmm. these players and these these teams who. Uh, have have sort of gotten used to. If you're one of the better teams, you can just rest guys whenever you want. You can you know do load management. Not so easy this year. And the teams that tried to do that probably don't have as good good of a sort of shot at advancing because they're they're, yep. they're they don't have great seating because other teams are actually good. So I'm I'm loving the parity in the league right now as well.
0: Well, uh, Jordan. Let's get right into it. This isn't a parody. This is an original. Uh, yeah. Big dog ball talk. We're we're bringing you our uh, 2023. The 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 most the most uh, prolific uh, players will be earning these awards. I mean, hey, man, there's some there's some great players nominated for some awards this year. Not not being sarcastic whatsoever. Uh, yeah. But we'll uh, we're we're gonna break down two of them. Uh, two awards that have already been officially announced. Uh, the first of it uh, coming out uh, with Jaron Jackson Jr. and Memphis Grizzlies taking home the defensive player. Of the year honors uh, yep. over Brooke Lopez and Evan Mobley uh, and Jordan. In this one, I think they got it right. I think they got the decision right. I think uh, yeah. Triple J was the uh, the deserving winner of the of the of this award. Uh, you know, one one of the best shot blockers in the league, uh, able to get to his uh, position and really clamp down on people low. Uh, you know, I'm always going to wish that uh, you know they show a little more love to the perimeter guys. I know Marcus yeah. Smart won it last year, but that was also kind of a little bit political. I don't really know if that was a, uh, <laughs> a, a super deserving. Uh, defensive player of the year uh, but at the end of the day I think they got it right but not many games played here for Triple J uh, you know he's uh, he not even not not, really, not even over 60 games if this is next season uh, you know he wouldn't be uh, in contention for this one I mean uh, do, do you think they got it right here Jordan or do you think that the games played should maybe be a, take it a little bit more into a factor here when uh, you're considering you know Brook Lopez and Evan Mobley's uh, candidacy uh, as well uh, head-to-head when you're comparing them against uh, Triple J.
1: For sure, and I mean, he didn't play a lot uh, at the the beginning. Obviously, he missed a lot of the, the beginning of the season, but he did yeah. squeak over sixty. Matt, he got to sixty three. Oh, sixty, yeah, oh, sixty three. So, so while that did kind of play into you know, uh, you pl- played a factor, I guess, a little bit because I think I, I think in the case of, of Mobley and, and Lopez, they were both uh, c- certainly played more games uh, for sure. But it, it, if you get to sixty three. Uh, you know, I think I think that's admirable for a guy who, nope, uh, nope. you know, again, started started the season out, uh, you know, off the court uh, with 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 injury issues, but came back looked great almost right away. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, the 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 uh, league leader in blocks, you know, his, his three per game, obviously that. Is, is something you're going to look at, uh, and, hey, and uh, you know, he's a good, share, good rebounder he to, as well. Does
0: he, sh- does he have to share the co-honors with the, uh, the the Memphis scorekeeper, is this, yes, uh, yeah, exactly. this is a I know. solo award?
1: <laughs> I know. He's going to have to shout them out in his speech for sure, if he does yep. give a speech, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think safe to say the best shot blocker in, in, in the league. Um, you know, I think he's earned that title now. Um, and, and, and yeah, I, I mean, the Mem- Memphis had a great defense all year. They finished second uh, in defensive rating in the, in the league. And I think it really does. This is one of those times when you can look at him and say that they would actually be pretty screwed without him. I and mean, they've, they've got other big, uh, you know, guys, you know, like Adams and, and Clark and, uh, you know, uh, uh, other guys in the front court who they rely so on, you're but w- w- and, and, and Xavier, uh, and they've got good perimeter defenders, but like it, 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 if you take Jaron Jackson Jr. off of uh, the Grizzlies, I think they drop, uh, you know, a solid, God, I, I, five spots in the you know team defensive yeah. ratings. Like they, I just don't think they would nearly have a you know that the, when you've got a sh- good shot blocker back there, it also sort of galvanizes your your uh, your. A perimeter guys to go a little bit harder, go for those steals. Uh, you know, get their numbers up a little bit because you know you've got a guy back there protecting the rim, and it totally just ch- changes the complexion of, of of what your team can do. Um, and and yeah, I I think that, you know the other two guys were were really deserving finalists. I mean, Brook Lopez is somehow at at his age. I thought maybe he'd be on the decline, but yeah. he's looking as good as ever, especially defensively. The issue with him is you've got two other amazing defenders on your team. It's it's hard yeah. to kind of parse. Through, uh, you know, who deserves the credit for for Milwaukee's great defense and Milwaukee's, uh, you know, uh, best record overall in the league this year? Uh, because you've got Drew and Giannis there as well. As great as Brooke is, yeah. and with with uh, with Evan Mobley, I thought he was good too. But I I don't know. I mean, I, like I understand that you know this year he's taken a huge step forward defensively than last year. He uh, like the 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 things that he can do, the versatility. He's not just a big defender. He can jump out onto guys. He can blow up plays. He's really, uh, you know, mobile for a guy of his size. But if you look at his stats, they're pretty much the same as last year, like in terms yeah. of the just the raw defensive stats, blocks and steals. Um, and so, you know, I, I look at a guy like, as crazy as it is to say, we uh, we won't touch on him, although he's the talk of the league right now. But like Draymond, I thought had a great defensive season as well. Um, uh, you know, shout out Drew Holiday, too, from from the Bucks, a guy mm-hmm. who always, uh, you know, is... Uh, I, I think solidly now uh, the, the the best guard defender in in, yeah, in, in the NBA um, and and he's respected like that by his peers like mm-hmm. no one wants to go up against him uh, so so there were other options but I think and mainly how
0: about the league leader in steals uh, OG Ananobi, and an OB, not even a I mean I think uh, if we're talking wing defenders or versatile defenders I I was really yeah. I. I I wasn't surprised, but I was surprised that he didn't get crack the top three. I would have had him over Mobley in my uh, yes. my, my my hierarchy of NBA defenders this season. Uh, yeah. But it's the Raptors; they don't ever get any love when it comes I to know. the end of the year award voting. I know,
1: I know. And, and 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 to your point too. I mean, I the the fact that it was all big guys, uh, you know, in the for the three finalists. I'm yeah. like, show some love to whether it is a you know a, a guard or a perimeter player, because that's a big part of defense as well. But I, at the end of the day, no matter who who it was actually, uh, you know, in that in those three finalists, I do think uh, Triple J was the right call. He, he's just yeah. he's just the the big thing for him too is he's done everything people have asked him to like stop taking the dumb fouls, stop doing the the the, the just, dumb just shit. Just don't that, foul
0: out in three quarters. That's pretty much exactly. all he had, to, had to do.
1: Exactly, and and I mean we can we can you know you can look at it as uh, just. the the way his overall game has evolved as well. He's better on the offensive end. What a game one he had uh, against the Lakers there, you know, offensively kind of carrying the load, but yeah, defensively, he's just, he's just tightened up the screws uh, and in doing that has gotten even better, which, which is, is to his credit, you know, sometimes these, these crazy uh, risk-taking shot blockers, you know, they've got good, they've got good block numbers, but they're really not helping you out that much. I think he proved this year that he can have crazy, you know, jump off the page block numbers, uh, but still, be super important to uh, you know a, an actually solid uh, you know defensive foundation for a team. So I think it was the right call for sure.
0: Well, uh, to move on, Jordan, we're going to talk about the uh, the second award that was already announced. And this one, uh, this one came uh, very very recently Tuesday night. Uh, depends on when you're listening to this. Uh, potentially way down in the future. Maybe all these awards have already been announced, and you're just trying to, <laughs> yeah. to go back. I don't know. Uh, you guys are crazy like that. Uh, but the comeback player, our comeback player. The pardon me, the clutch player of the year. Uh, just uh, reading off the uh, the short uh, short forms here, and that's uh, what I'm used to, the comeback player. But it's the <laughs> it's the clutch player, Jerry West, clutch player of the year. Uh, going to Mr. Darren Fox of Spike the uh, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, other nominees for the, uh, the the top three here were uh, Demar Derozan and Jimmy Butler. Uh, very uh, interesting award. Uh, you know, I, I think that uh, you know, just talking about how the awards broken down is an interesting. You know, on its own, Uh, I I mean, by the advanced stats and the clutch stat tracker or whatever they had going De'Aaron Fox was like by far and away the most clutch player. Uh, But I'll say this, Jordan. I do think this one is interesting because essentially if you are on a good team uh, or at least a team that is in uh, not in a lot of close games, you pretty much won't ever be considered for this award. Because you have to be playing within <laughs> a certain uh, amount of time left with, uh, you know, a certain amount of uh, a lead. Like, there's certain people who just literally, if you put them on another team, might qualify for this uh, yeah. or might not. Uh, and I think this is a good example. You know, the Kings were in a lot of uh, close games. Uh, of course, the Bulls and the Heat were in some dogfights throughout the year as well. So, you know, you see these three guys being the, uh, the top three candidates. But, uh, yeah. you know... Overall, even with my gripe and my uh, kind of evaluation of the award as a whole, uh, I, I I don't have any problem with uh, Deer and Fox getting it. He has been, uh, you know, the little engine that could. Driving force behind yeah. the uh, the Sacramento Kings, l- lighting the beam all over and over and over again this season. So uh, you know, c- congrats to him on uh, on cracking that uh, that that first NBA hardware uh, under his belt. Uh, and yep. I mean, it's a cool one. It's a it's a historic one, the first yeah, ever yeah. one. Uh, I will I would literally not be shocked if in like two years this award is slapped and we never see it again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, Jordan overall, uh, De'Aaron Fox, clutch player of the year. Uh, you happy with it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think he was honestly the only choice. I mean, I know, feels like Demar is getting this award based on uh, the the leftover uh, his amazing play from last year. He, I mean, he would have won
0: it last year, like well, no, like <laughs> oh, no yeah. brainer, like he would have been u- first ever unanimous clutch player yes. of the year.
1: Yes, but it feels like that that's he's still getting respect from that somehow. Yeah. I can't even remember a single. Like uh, buzzer beater that he hit this year, and I know it's not just about you know the buzzer, buzzer beaters, but uh, and and he is a guy who hits clutch shots, you know, again and again. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't think it was a particularly standout uh, year, especially with the, the season Chicago had. Um, and then uh, you look at Jimmy Butler too. I mean, underwhelming season for the Heat. He did hit some big shots though, to his credit, he always does. And I thought as as bad as the Heat were, Jimmy had a great year. Uh, but uh, you you you. you think about like the stories of this season. De'Aaron Fox in the clutch is like up there uh with with what you're going to remember uh from this year. Like he that he had the 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 big uh pull-up threes in uh, on the road in in Orlando and in Chicago to win those games. Uh-huh. Uh, he had so many times, you know, just blowing past guys towards the end of games, he's just so fast. Uh you know, finishing at the rim, hitting hitting mid-range shots um and and this is a good time to to give it to him too after that uh, incredible performance he had against the warriors in game 1 like he, he's mm-hmm. he's he's showing like uh, and and it's funny because that used to be a, an issue for him like he used to not you know his his his, his inability to shoot the ball well especially from 3 uh, and his kind of poor decision making used to be you know at the, at the end of games you, you didn't really want the ball in his hands now it's like
0: hey even coming he, into this year I, I i can say this i wasn't big on him i still was no, uh, a little bit on no the reason fence to be. on his his potential
1: yeah, yeah, big time. But this year he, like he's been so fucking efficient. Like like I was just looking at his his stats because, you know, he's he's obviously in the all NBA conversation as well, but mm-hmm, for he sure. uh like he's still not shooting it great from from the outside. Uh, like uh, I think just over thirty percent from from three this year. But overall, he's shooting well over fifty percent from the field, which for a point guard is actually pretty crazy. Like for the amount yeah. of the amount of times he's he, he he's forced to take you know shots at the end of the shot clock and and he's got the ball in his hands. You know he's got a, a decently high usage rate. Uh, like that's that's hard to do. And 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 so yeah, I I think clutch play is about you know hitting the big shots, but also. Being efficient down there at the end of the game uh, in 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 the the most high pressure situations and uh, yeah he's I I think this was this award was was his uh, you know no brainer this year
0: yeah yeah well uh, we're we're gonna move on here to the uh, the next award that's going to be announced and uh, again all uh, the all first likelihoods... one we
1: were actually choosing without having it chosen for us
0: yes the exactly. first one uh, that hasn't been
1: <laughs> revealed. <laughs>
0: Ho- hopefully, uh, you know this podcast will likely end up going up right around when they announce it. So uh, you'll, you'll be you'll know that we're doing this first. This is the real yes. announcement. This is a yes. leak. This is a straight it's up leak. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if you're interested, uh, this is a this is a, a look in the future. But uh, the Coach of the Year Award uh, nominees: Mike Brown, Joe missoula and Mark D'Agno. Uh, Mike Brown of the Sacramento Kings, Joe missoula of the Boston Celtics, and D'Agno of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Yep. I think three great coaches, great nominees for, for this year's award, uh, all three kind of came in with uh, you know either little expectations or, uh, in the case of Missoula, very high expectations, but uh, lots of yep. question marks around how they would be able to take their team this year. Uh, and Jordan, I mean, when I look at the coach of the year, I'm always looking at someone who's able to get the most out of their team, uh, yep. and, and that's why I... I, I I think Missoula deserves to be in that top three, but he's not in my. Uh, I don't think he's in my top two. Uh, you yep. know, it, it, it takes a, an amazing coach to be able to continue success. Uh, you know, in a quick turnover like the Celtics had. But I'm yep. not going to lie; I could coach the Celtics to 50. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So it's uh, it's not uh, for, it's not a slight against him, but it's definitely going to hurt him in this uh, this coach of the year conversation uh, yep. in my mind. Uh, I think that the Kings are going to pile up one more uh, piece of hardware here, and Mike Brown is going to take home the Coach of the Year honors. Uh, I, I think yep. the turnaround that he's had there culture-wise is uh, just as big as the, the impact he's had on the court. Uh, the team has just looked sensational. I mean, even to, if you look at the comparing this team to how they looked at the end of last year, they looked more improved with Sabonis' acquisition, but it still didn't really look like everything was gelling it. didn't look like everything yeah. was put together. Uh, you know, we were talking, we were skeptical on how this would all end up panning out, uh, yeah. you know, with the, the Fox and Sabonis combination, because uh, it kind of looked like the, 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 the Pacers might have fleeced the 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 kings for a little yeah, bit but yeah, uh, this yeah. uh, this season i think the kings really went out there and they they showed that they know what they're doing here uh so i'm i i, I i'm going to go with mike brown as my my coach of the year and uh, this is uh this is a big win for a guy who uh, was kind of out outside of the the head coaching tree for a little bit here making his comeback uh, you know i'm ha- happy to see a guy like that a, a real worker in the association uh, you know get yeah. some praise
1: yeah for sure yeah he's been around so long <laughs> He freaking coached LeBron in Cleveland yep. uh, way back when. Coached Kobe uh, in in LA, and uh, obviously more recently with the Warriors. Like he he's he's really paid his dues, and uh, like I I think it was the perfect coach to come in uh, for for this group. Uh, he he's obviously a defensive minded guy, uh, and mm-hmm. it, it like God knows where the Kings would be on defense if they didn't have a defensive minded coach because they're still one of the worst defensive teams. Uh, of the good teams still left uh you know that, that 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 we have but i think i think you still see progress on that end like these guys try and 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 uh mike brown isn't gonna like mess around with with someone who's not competing on defense he'll he'll switch switch them out for whoever is gonna compete there off the bench uh and and i think the guys you know respect his voice uh and and i i think he's 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 really done a good job of sort of you know, letting this team play to its strengths. Like, like he, mm-hmm. he could be a guy who, as that sort of defensive old-school kind of minded guy, come in and not, you know, sort of uh, try and clamp down on what they do offensively and really put this really, like, rigid system in place and care way more about the, you know, the defense and, and try and sort of change this team to, to play to, uh, you know, how he wants them to. But I think he's come in and said, you know what, we're not going to win on the defensive end with this personnel, but... We can beat guys with, you know, running running the ball through Sabonis' hands in the high post and, uh, you know, doing really creative offensive stuff and letting De'Aaron Fox uh, play to his strengths and getting all these <laughs> shooters that we have, uh, you know, coming off of, you know, pin downs and screens and, and movement. And, you know, they've been one of the best teams at sharing and moving the ball this year as well. And, yeah, I, I, I think you got to give them credit because we've seen basically this, you know, similar kind of King squads be absolutely terrible. Uh, and, and not play at all to their potential through the last uh, you know five years. Basically, since they got De'Aaron Fox, obviously this is probably the most talented version of that team. But I, I think it, it it takes it takes a, a good coach to to coach uh, you know a team like this to the third seed. So uh, another one for me that was a pretty easy one. I think Dagno is a really good pick if if you were going to go yeah. somewhere else. I mean, again, yeah, Um, uh, we we
0: were—we didn't have pretty much uh, no expectations for uh, the the Thunder this year. We we. We wished that we could, which was it kind of. We, I think it all worked out. It was just such a kind of a wet fart of a finish to the season, <laughs> uh, especially losing to the the Timberwolves the way they did. Uh, but but a great year for the, the Thunder. I mean, uh, you know, they they this young team kind of showing they they've got some fight, they've got some talent. I mean, SGA, uh, you you got to figure is a lock for an All NBA spot this year, uh, and you know we might even get into him a little bit later. But uh, you know, Dajno did a a, a, a top notch job over there in, in OKC, yeah. and uh, you know I think that he. He is likely going to be that kind of coach towards the future for this team, and uh, that's a that, that's something big that you need to figure out. Uh, you know, early on into a franchise is uh, you know coming of age here, uh, which uh, you know we're we're kind of seeing the the OKC Thunder on the precipice of right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, he he did an incredible job. Um, uh, you know, an, a, another sort of team that's uh, you know not not the easiest to coach. You've got a bunch of young guys, uh, basically a team full of young guys, and you're missing you're missing your 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 uh, most highly picked young guy uh, right away. You know, Chet's yeah. not playing this year. You have v- almost zero front court depth. Uh, so a, another guy who had to really get creative and 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 say to himself, "All right, what, what what does my team do well, and how do I put them in the best positions to win?" and And Mm -hmm. you could say that's just give the ball to SGA and get out of the way. But like he, he, there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that, that he's done, you know, getting Giddy involved, letting him do some of the ball handling and, and, and bringing along a guy like, uh, you know, like, like rookie Jalen Williams, wing Jalen Williams, who really came on at the end of the year. Like, uh, and, and, and yeah, getting that team with, with no expectations who we thought when Chet went out would be right in the thick of the Wembenyama race, uh, all the way up to beating uh, the Pelicans. I mean, granted, it was without Zion, but they they went in there and they uh, they got a tough win uh, in an environment those guys had never been in before. So yeah, I got to give Dagnall a lot of credit. I agree with you. Missoula wasn't super high on my list. Um, honestly, I'd put Coach, uh, you know, as crazy as it sounds, I'd put Coach Bud uh, over Missoula uh, this mm. season uh, with with how well M- Milwaukee played um, and and handled the adversity they had to go through with. Middleton either missing or not being himself most of the year. New pieces working in. Um, you would say maybe, uh, uh, freaking oh, my God. Who's the fucking Denver coach?
0: Give it to me, Matt. I, think, I feel like you always forget about him.
1: I do. Uh, I, I would say him. <laughs> you guys get some beef him. or something. <laughs> I I would have said, but what's his fucking first name? Mike Malone. Oh, my God. What, what's wrong with me? The, the most uh, vanilla name in the world, I forget. But, uh, Mike Malone, uh, I would have maybe thrown him some more consideration, but Denver just threw the fucking towel in towards the end of the regular season. They were so <laughs> good; uh, they, I, I think, they deserve to end up with a few more wins. So I would have thrown some consideration his way, but at the end of the day, Mike Brown—pretty uh, easy decision for me.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know we're gonna move on uh, and start uh, breaking down. Uh, uh- Another award, and this one will have a little bit more shelf life for all you people who are listening. Uh, you know, post uh, Wednesday night uh, in the NBA, uh, the, and this one's a, an interesting one, one that a lot of people always have their own kind of qualifications for, and can also spark some good debates here about uh, games started versus uh, games coming off the bench. Uh, yeah. Six Man of the Year Award. Uh, this year's nominees are Malcolm Brogdon of the Boston Celtics, Emmanuel Quickly of the New York Knicks, and Bobby Portis of the Milwaukee Bucks. Jordan, for this one, I think when you you look at the numbers just straight up, I mean, I think this really is a two-man race because Brogdon and Quickly's numbers are very, very close, very close. But if you really have them side by side and you compare them in virtually every single aspect that you could, Malcolm Brogdon is the better player. Malcolm Brogdon had the better season. He's on the better team. Uh, You know, the stats back it up. Uh, So really, in my mind, this is a Brogdon versus Portis uh, kind of debate. Uh, And, you know, you have the two best records in the NBA, uh, you know, two guys who could be starting on any team uh, anywhere else. Uh, And I just uh, I I don't see anybody taking this one out of the the grasp of Malcolm Brogdon in my mind. Uh, I think Brogdon has uh, has done an amazing job working as the, the lead scorer and facilitator off the bench for the boston celtics uh come he plays a lot of those fourth fourth quarter minutes for them to kind of give these uh these key players a rest uh and and we looked at this is a a huge huge move uh you know in the offseason jordan we talked about it we said this could be a uh uh, you know something that could turn them from uh, you know a team in the finals to a championship uh you know contender uh our championship favorite rather uh you know the and i think that that's Pretty much lived all the way up to the hype, uh, but he still really didn't get a lot of credit or get any hype throughout the season. But uh, I think Malcolm Brogdon is definitely the deserving sixth man of the year, adding to his hardware. Uh, everyone forgets uh, he, he he won the Rookie of the Year, Rookie of the Year, uh, of the year over Joel Embiid. So, uh, you know, this is uh, his second uh, trophy to add to the mantle. And I mean, I, I, when it's all said and done, Brogdon's going to have a pretty nice looking career, man. Oh, yeah. And, 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 it's still, and it's still young. still it's still young enough, I guess, I should say. I 30, think he's He's uh, close. Yeah, 30, in 31. In today's yeah. day and age, that's pretty pretty
1: young, I'd say. Point guard playing. He,
0: the, the way he plays, he'll, he'll have another, uh, I, I think, if he wants to, uh, he played like, 36, 37.
1: I was going to say till like, 50, man. He looks like he's 40 yeah, yeah. the way he moves right now. Not in a bad way, but he's very, like, he just kind of does his thing. He's not really phased by anyone. He's been like that since a rookie. He was a rookie. Yeah. He came in and was like, uh, but he he did dunk on someone. Was it Giannis? I think he dunked on Giannis uh, early on in his career uh, we'll it with some sort of nifty move. Pulled forget... the
0: fuck out of
1: him. <laughs> and then a second round pick as well. Uh, so you know, a guy yep. who uh, has been uh, sort Virginia of proving Cavaliers. the doubters wrong. Yeah, all 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 career long. And yeah, what I, I, we talked about it. How much we love this Brogdon pickup. Uh, so I'm not mad at the pick at all. I've got him in second place, man. I'm going with quickly.
0: Ooh, uh, interesting.
1: And the reason is I think Brogdon coming off like joining the Celtics team the Celtics basically gave up uh nothing to to go and get him uh you know the 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 I guess he was with the Pacers right and they just gave him up
0: uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it they, was a trade but it was for basically for, nothing Yeah yeah
1: Um so like he he was he kind of came into this situation where you know the he he could kind of do no wrong like all he had to do was just show up and and provide a little bit of something off the bench he's obviously uh, been exactly what they needed and more this year. But I just don't think he was in that much of a pressure situation joining a team that without him made the finals last year, uh, that already has two other good ball handlers. Um, so it, 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 I'm, I'm not to take away anything that he's done, but I just think he he had a, a less of a sort of pressure cooker situation to walk into. Whereas sure. if you're looking at the Knicks and Emmanuel quickly, they needed him uh, like throughout the year. And I know you you can make the argument, you know that, that Brunson's there as well, and you've got Grimes and other guards. They they struggled, uh, you know, a, a lot of the year offensively. The Knicks, um, uh, just just w- when they were missing one of their guys, you know, they they they, mm-hmm. they they were able to you know put together a really good team offense when they had everyone there. They could you know uh, they, they do their classic Knicks offensive rebounding stuff, and you had Randall Brunson and Barrett, all good scorers. But when when any of those guys were missing, and specifically you know when Brunson was out. Quickly, They really needed quickly to step into that role and fill those shoes. And as a young guy, I think he did did better than, than uh, you know, anyone could have imagined. I mean, you look back at the, the game when uh, the Knicks went into Boston and quickly had 38 or whatever he had, won that game for them. Uh, I know that's not exactly a six-man game because he started that game and played mm-hmm. basically the entire thing. But to be able to have a guy off your bench who can step into that role and can do that um I, I just think it was so valuable for the Knicks and, and in my mind just a tad more valuable for them than, than Brogdon was uh for, for for the Celtics, although it was close. I, I, I'm not mad at anyone who picked Brogdon. I, I kinda went back and forth forth. Portis uh, uh he, he had a great year. I didn't really I didn't really consider him on the same level as these two other guys, to be honest, but I, I think he was a deserving sort of third candidate in that pool. Um yeah. but but yeah, just just by a hair, just because I, I think the Knicks did really need his juice off the bench, something they were missing. Whereas for the Celtics, Brogdon was kind of just the cherry on top. Um, uh, although they were they they desperately needed his playmaking, and I think I think Brogdon's going to be really important for them in the playoffs, especially in the later rounds. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by a hair, uh, I went with quickly.
0: I I, I think it's a, it's an interesting point. It's an interesting thing to look into. You know the the the, ex, the, the actual fit rather than anything. But I think that uh, at the end of the day, Jordan, I think. The, they're just not that sexy I think that's the the next bench I think they're very. We, we've talked with them a lot yeah. you know, we've pumped up their bench uh, unit uh, pretty much all season long uh, you know very unsuspecting depth over there in New York and, yeah uh, you know, true Quickly has been, uh, you know, a a huge, uh, you know, driving force into making them such a a tough uh, and dynamic second unit and, uh, you know, uh, a a great perimeter. He's kind of exactly what you want in a six-man, just kind of comes in there, shorter guy, really fast, shoots threes. uh, You know, can just kind of run up the score, uh, keep the basketball game even, uh, you know, while your starters are out. Uh, And I I think he's done a really good job with that. Uh, You know, we'll we'll work on the defensive end another season.
1: Yeah, if he can get better on defense, then I think he can be a starting point guard. But until then, he uh, I, I think he'll be a great six man for years to yeah. come. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, the the only the only knock against him that uh, I think you can really look at if you want to pinpoint one thing, uh, you know, the game started. I believe it's uh, around twenty, yeah, like 20 something so, like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, not not the not the the most starts that a uh, six man of the year would ever have to uh, have, uh, have started. There's been guys who have started more. So uh, yeah. wouldn't be a wouldn't be a travesty if he got it. But uh, you know, I'm I'm still gonna rock with. In. uh Jordan's got quickly here. Uh, and I was thinking about Jordan. I was like, because we give our picks in the off season, uh right before the season starts, we give our picks on who we think is going to win each NBA award. Uh, oh, yeah, we I kind of forgot about it. And uh, I don't even uh, remember who I picked for a lot of these awards uh, that we've Me broken down so far. Uh, who the fuck yeah, did so I pick for six? That's, uh, yeah, that, be a, that's an interesting one uh, to look back on and consider. Uh, who gives a shit, though? Uh, yeah. Uh, we're Norman talking about the now. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that, that that sounds like it could have been it. Uh, yeah. I might have actually went Brogdon. I don't know. I I don't think I thought he was going to come off the bench though. So who knows? Yeah, uh, true. I'm, I'm going to say that I've got I'm, I'm four for four so far. That's cool. That. <laughs> uh, to to move on, we're looking at who's the best of the next class, the next generation. Uh, you know the, the 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 young the young box the Zoomers. It's. Uh, the rookie of the year conversation. Uh, th- there's been uh, you know stars made from this award. There's been uh, guys who have won the award, and you're kind of like, okay, this is your peak. This is it. This is where you go uh, from. This. Uh, I mean, you date Kendall <laughs> Jenner for a while. Uh, that's all great. Yeah. Uh, but then you get in the crazy back spasms. You're traded to a different team, and then uh, you're kind of remembered as a four year rookie. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just, this is just a general analysis of people that win yeah, the award. It's Nobody, to a bunch nothing of specific. Yeah. This is yeah. just. This is. Uh, this is quite a common occurrence, and let's see who's going to be next on uh, the Kendall Jenner uh, All NBA team. Uh, yeah, will it be Paolo Banchero <laughs> of the uh, Orlando Magic, Walker Kessler of the Utah Jazz, or Jalen Williams Kessler. of the OKC Thunder? Yeah, the whoever the hell whoever voted for him as a first place, uh, you know, ballot. That's that's an interesting. That's an interesting pick for uh, sure. I think I it's mean,
1: a bit of uh, recency bias.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I think, and it was also a Salt Lake Tribune uh, writer. Oh, so uh, oh, there we it's, go. It's kind, of, it's kind of like uh, New, York Knicks, New York Knicks, New York Knicks beat writer voting for uh, Carmelo for the MVP over LeBron yeah. uh, a couple <laughs> of, about a decade back. Uh, yeah. You know, they were ruining his chance at the unanimous MVP. I believe someone did the same thing when Shaq was was one vote away. Yeah, uh, yep, they so did. Yeah, it's uh, you know not unanimous, but it doesn't really matter if it's unanimous. Uh, I, I I think that uh, you know Jordan, I'm, I'm not going to speak for you directly. But uh, i I think that it's pretty clear cut, no uh no debate from me. anybody else that Palo Carroll has won this award. Uh had yeah. had a sensational rookie season. Uh came in like right away, game one, looked like a pro. He's got yeah. the right build. Uh, you know, he fits the NBA game so well, and he was a day one top dog in his team. Uh oh, which yeah. you don't usually see from a lot of rookies anymore. You know, a lot of times there's growing pains, they kind of have to take the torch from whoever the, the vet in the locker room is, but on the team where it was pretty much Terrence Ross was one of the only older guys on that team, Uh, you know, and and then it was just a bunch of young guns. They all worked really well together. Uh, You know, we talked about them, like this Magic team could actually, you know, has, has a lot of potential to be uh, a, a strong strong team going moving forward. You know Franz Wagner, uh, you know takes that next step. Uh, Markel yeah. Foltz has continued to kind of get better. Cole Anthony mm-hmm. has looked solid, uh, and of course uh, Wendell Carter Jr. needs some love too. This guy was oh, yeah. uh, was a beast all year long, and uh, you know the Magic might have a, a nice squad to look forward to here, Jordan. But uh, and Caro definitely at the, the the center of uh, all of this uh, hype that's uh, building up in Orlando.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean he he. Came in right away, like you said, and yeah, he he just he he fit the part. He came in uh, immediately as as uh, you know only a few guys do, and and was a twenty point scorer, uh, and you know mm-hmm. even for the for the entire year, twenty and seven uh, for for a rookie, and, and four assists. Like he 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 has been great, and uh, yeah, anyone who's saying oh Jalen Williams is really it, or yeah Walker Kessler, any of these other guys, I'm like you're taking. You're taking the, the last uh, – you're waiting the last 20 games of the season way more than you should be. Like, this is – got to look at the entire body of work. And when mm-hmm. you do, yeah, it's there, there's, there's no other right answer. Like, he was thrown right into the fire. And they were going to him, you know, as, as a ball handler at the end of close games. They have been all year. Like, they, they've also got, um, uh, like, as you mentioned, Wagner that they're still trying to develop as well. They've got a lot of young guys on this team. So it wasn't – just Paolo uh, doing all the heavy lifting, but yeah. he he has all the pre- as the number one overall pick. He has all the pressure on him, especially in his rookie year to go mm-hmm. and perform. The only thing you can really uh, you know look at and 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 nitpick is his you know three point percentage under thirty percent for the year, just under um, and and shooting uh, you know basically forty three percent from the field overall. But he's a rookie. Rookies are hardly ever efficient. I'm not too worried yeah. about that at all. He's on, still-
0: on a team that's not even trying to be good.
1: Yeah, exactly, uh, and and I, I, you can you can tell he he can hit three point shots. Like he, he's a guy who's who's gonna bring that part of his game along, and uh, like he 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 has all the tools. You know, the, the the body and the the his ability to handle the ball and 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 be that sort of lead ball handler. Um, you know, uh, when he needs to be with with the height and the strength that he has is just. It's invaluable in today's game. It's like you it's yeah. it's 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 LeBron, it's Paul George, KD, all these guys. Um, you know, we'll see where he can get to on that sort of level of of uh, you know comparing him to to the best that the game has to offer. But he's got the tools to do it right now. At you know six ten two fifty, and uh, yeah, he's he he was very very uh, easy choice for me, clear cut, uh, beginning to end of the season, uh, rookie of the year. He played enough games um Mm -hmm. and and yeah i i i think if you you're picking anyone else you're either yeah waiting the end of the season way too much or you're just stupid because yeah it's it's (laughs) hollow for me 100 percent
0: yeah yeah and and i think even if you're just gonna weigh in you know the the end of the season i think that uh, you know and and, you know i think it's a clear-cut win for bancaro but walker kessler and jalen williams both having amazing seasons but i think jalen williams may be the biggest surprise nobody really I, i don't think saw him being this kind of dynamic four that can do a little bit of everything fits this okc build uh you know perfectly uh like he's going to be that rim running four for them for uh, quite some time uh in, into the future uh we'll see how he ends up meshing when they get chet next season uh but uh you know he, he looked uh, fantastic had some amazing uh, crazy almost triple double games uh you know in his rookie year uh yeah. and then you got walker kessler out there who who might just be the the best defensive big in the league at one point? Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I think he'll be up there in the Defensive Player of the Year conversations if he can keep uh, keep working and uh, keep yeah. playing at the same rate because uh, he's looked pretty strong down low in the paint and uh, you know that that's of uh, the Jazz have had success with uh, you know growing uh, as shot blockers. So uh, we'll see if uh, if Walker Kessler can kind of be that next uh, guy, to, the next Storm and Mormon in the in the Utah Jazz uh, organization. Yeah. Uh, I'm Not there sure if he's Mormon, but he might. Maybe if he, could, if, he could, if he converts, he's got a life, lifetime contract out there. Uh, oh, 100%. So, uh, you know, shout-out to, uh, to to Bankero on claiming our uh, Rookie of the Year. Moving on now to uh, another award that I, I think this one is very subjective. Uh, it's the most improved player. Uh, you know, it, it really depends on how you want to evaluate it, uh, what your criteria is. But the, the three nominees for this year's award are uh, Shy Gilgis-Alexander from the OKC Thunder, Laurie Bird marketing from the Utah Jazz Lowry. and Jalen Brunson of the New York Knicks, uh, three guys who uh, you know had All Star worthy seasons. Uh, SGA and Laurie making it, Brunson just uh, getting uh, the the short end of the stick there uh, with the yeah. limited spots. Uh, but uh, it, amazing seasons overall. Uh, two of the three teams are uh, actually only one makes the postseason though uh, out of those three. Uh, it goes back yeah. and forth. I think all three guys have uh, you know great uh, increases in their season averages uh you know they they led their team to a lot of success uh, you know uh, whether or not it actually ended up culminating in a playoff berth uh that's a different story but i mean jordan uh, you know i'll let you take the lead on this one because oh, this one go. is this one is a uh, a really really close race and uh, i know yeah. where i'm i'm leaning but uh who do you uh, who do you have as your oh most you're gonna hear player? mine
1: and then you're gonna say yeah yeah that's what i picked too man. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah, I, yeah. I, I know your game i know your game yeah um uh, yeah I, I think definitely these were the right three uh, at, at, at the end of the day to sort of choose between uh, and it kind of depends I, I think who you vote for this kind of depends on who how you see this award uh, because mm-hmm. it's a it, yeah it's one of the weirder awards it's very subjective and it's it's like do you do you vote for a guy who you knew was gonna be this good uh, because he took the leap earlier than you thought or he took sort of two leaps in one uh, mm-hmm. and there's always the the argument like can you even give this award to like a second or third year player shouldn't they be improving already so but my my philosophy on this this award is that it's meant to be there for players who have sort of been given up on in terms of reaching the ceiling that they got to uh you know in in this in that year that they're up for the award like i yeah, yeah. It, it, like so for me like someone like uh, SGA i think everyone thought that SGA could probably get to this level. Like maybe not the thirty points uh, you know, this this soon. But you look you go back to last year, uh, and and you know, how hard he was to defend then, the playmaking that he showed, all, all the stuff uh that, that that he was uh you know flashing last year. He he did it again this year at a at a much higher level for sure. But I think that was something you could predict. And even yeah. with a guy like Jalen Brunson, you, we saw how great he was in the playoffs last year when Luca was out, and, and any time in Dallas when Luca was out, and and I think people you, you you could you could see you could you could be like you know if he had his own team if he was the lead ball handler on his own team he'd be really freaking good. Again,
0: I don't. I'm think, pretty sure I said he would suck, but go well,
1: on. <laughs> yeah, but I think you know the there's the, there's people who. who Looked at what he can do and thought, you know, give him his own team, give him his own squad to run. He could, he could be, he, he, he could be a good starting point guard in this league. He could be much better. Again, not as good as the you know twenty four and and seven or whatever he's averaging this year. Maybe the best Nick, uh, you know, uh, on the season and the most important Nick. I, I think you could argue pretty easily. Um, but again, I think people saw that coming. I'm going with Laurie Markkinen though because I think this award was the made for him. As a guy who I think people just had given up on him, like he—he he was a bust
0: essentially in 100%. Chicago. He was a bust.
1: Chicago didn't care. Cleveland, uh, I think, was all too happy to to let go of him in the uh, the Donovan Mitchell deal, um, mm-hmm. even though he had a pr- fairly you know uh, underrated season last year, playing out of position uh, yep. <laughs> at the three most that, of the year. That
0: that the three seven footers over there. That was an yeah. awesome lineup.
1: That was cool. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I think this the award was meant for guys like that who were kind of like. You know what? He's never going to be a 20, 23, 25 point per game scorer. Uh, who can you know? You can give the ball to at the end of the game, and he can beat you in a variety of different ways. Like he had the tools. I think this was what people envisioned when they drafted him. Uh, but I think people pretty much had given up uh, on this guy. But not mm-hmm. me, no. Me, not me though, man. I had uh, frickin' all the real estate on on Market sure. Island. I was I was the mayor. I elected myself. I was the mm-hmm. only one at the council meetings. You got his um,
0: poster uh, above your bed.
1: All of that stuff. Uh, I, I still believed in him. I will say, I, I wasn't sure if he, even me, I wasn't sure if he could get to this point, but the dude was fucking awesome this year. Like, yeah. uh, deserving All Star. You could, you could, you could, I mean, I. I don't have him on my All NBA teams, but you could make the case that he's an All NBA level player. Um, sure, and, yeah. you know, He's a guy you you the, the, the Jazz were able to go to again and again at the end of games. Uh, you know, a, a three level score can hit the the outside shot. He can get to the rim. Uh, much improved uh on defense and rebounding the ball and even with the ball in his hands, uh, facilitating. So, yeah, for me, I think uh, all a good choice depends on wh- how you sort of see this award. But for me, it's. Uh, it's an award made for a guy having a season like like Markkinen. and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, for me that was a pretty easy choice at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think he actually he's he fits it more of as a guy, as you said, that kind of yeah comes from the woodwork and, and wins it. Uh, you know, does, doesn't really uh, you know. It isn't a guy you have an all-star uh, bid circled around beforehand? Yeah, again, he was. Yeah. He, he led the, the 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 Jazz. People forget the beginning of the season. The Jazz and the Pacers were the hottest teams in the NBA. Right? Yep. you know it didn't didn't pan out for either squad, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, it, it ended up working uh, decently in their favor. Still, a lot to build off of, and uh, you know hopefully Mark Markin can continue this play in the next season. But I think I got to go SGA still. I think I got to go with the yeah. Canadian. Uh, I, don't I mean not he, I I, I, I think that this one is is tough because there's a lot of times when guys go from a a, a pretty good breakout year to like a superstar breakout year, uh, yeah, and a guy, and, and they're not usually the winners of the, the the most improved player because it's kind of an unexpected leap a little bit, uh, yeah. But his, his increases were uh, phenomenal. I mean, he was one of the best, uh, you know, players by in the NBA. I mean, I think uh, you know he's going to get some love to potentially get an All NBA first team ballot this year, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, even wink, wink. Uh, even from going from last year to having a uh, you know a, a solid season you know maybe an all-star kind of borderline that's a pretty huge leap to take like just going oh, yeah. from borderline yeah. all-star to all-star is a big leap going from all-star from a borderline all-star to a all NBA lock is that's a massive jump he led the OKC Thunder all year uh, you know a weird team that probably shouldn't have worked but he was Fantastic throughout the season. Obviously, he had not his strongest uh, performance one he's going to want to forget uh, in the play-in, especially with that that uh, that big black eye he ended up getting uh, courtesy of Gobert. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think SGA deserves some love, and uh, you know I'm going to be biased to some of these Canadian guys. So uh, yeah. shout yeah. out to. SGA for for claiming mine, but uh, you know Laurie marketing and uh, definitely uh, a, a deserving uh, winner uh, uh, in his and own. And Brunson, right. Brunson as and, well. And and know, I any, was going to say let's see Brunson end up winning it in the end. Yeah, uh, but uh, to to move on here, this is a uh, this is a big one, Jordan. This is one that uh, everybody came is here it? for. This is the one that everyone wants to see. Everyone wants. Has this to hear. been a
1: contentious issue or something this year, Matt? I don't oh know.
0: no, 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 no. This is. <laughs> Get the monkey ready. The big oh, dog Oh, that's of the one. The okay. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, everybody What's wants up? to see What's it. What's up, big dog ball talk monkey? Everybody wants to know who the big dog of the year is. And this year, Jordan... We, uh, we really went on the fly. We just spat a name We went with it. We, we, we were going no, Matt, total vibes. this was lots of consideration. <laughs> Come mm-hmm. on, This man. is all vibes, baby. But you all know what? Vibes. That's what it has to
1: be because yeah. the, the big dog will, will just sort of – the true big dog will just appear in your head at the end of the season. You don't have to think about it. It's not about that. It's not about the the, the stats. It's about the, mm-hmm. the heart.
0: It's, yeah, who's the got big, that dog in him? And the big dog monkey uh, of the year, you know, he, to, he we always have to run it by him, and uh, you know, he was actually stoic and calm, gave us a nod, It was very yeah. uh, very Harambe-esque. Uh, yes. You know, it's uh, we're we're happy to we're happy to see him uh, see him thriving. So uh, you know, shout <laughs> out to him for for, for uh, holding down this job mm. and helping us uh, with the selection process. But yeah. uh, it's time, Jordan, that we announce the big dog of the year. He was uh, an all-star. Maybe uh, all NBA candidate as well. He he I, mm-hmm. he never won Big Dog of the Month this year. He might have won it last year.
1: Yeah, I think he maybe. might have won one
0: last year. you uh, sure he didn't had, win
1: it this year. No, he didn't. Either.
0: Yeah, he, I don't think he did. Uh, his teammate, his teammate of the New York yes, Knicks, his new teammate. Josh yeah, Hart, new te- won yep. it once uh, yes. while well, he was still a member of uh, uh, I believe it was the, the, the Trailblazers. Yeah. Um, yep. But this year, Big Dog of the Year goes to. Julius Ray. <laughs> Let's Julius Randle. Uh, Julius. I mean, amazing season for him, uh, you know, in a lot of different ways. But uh, he really exemplified what it meant to be a big dog this year. Uh, yeah. Beast on the boards. Uh, you know, he was always ready to throw his body on the line. Uh, kind of the yeah. heart and soul of this, uh, this, this Knicks team. Uh, his rebounding numbers were insane. Uh, what, a, what a jump he took there. Uh, really yeah. took some pride in being a big dog on the court, taking over, and, uh, you know, not, not afraid to, to really throw it around anymore. I mean, if you look back to that, Hawks Knicks series from a couple years ago uh, that that didn't look like anything of the big dog we have right now. Uh, if you have that Brunson or that Brunson, if you have that uh, that Randall in uh, in in MSG for that series, maybe things go differently. Uh, but yeah. uh, big dog of the year, Julius Randall, and uh, I I I think yeah. this is uh, going to set the stage for the Knicks to to pull this upset off, and who knows, maybe they go on a finals run. Uh, Let's go! I think this surge of momentum is going to really drive him, uh, you know, to Knicks Lakers baby. He needs to add on. This is gonna be a historic season. It's better than winning the MVP. Uh, you know how many guys have ever gone and won the Big Dog of the Year and the uh, the, the 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 NBA Championship in the same no year? No never happened. Never no happened. Yeah. I mean, so far Stephen Adams was the only one that's ever had the chance, uh, yeah. and he yeah. won't have the chance to do it in a, again <coughs> this year. So uh, <coughs> I mean, well, technically he could get a ring. I guess He'd get but a it ring, but the it same. Won't count. wouldn't be the same season. Yeah, we're not big, counting and a, and, a,
1: and I know he's uh, he's a true big dog. He wouldn't even accept the ring. He'd be like, "No thanks, mate. I don't want it." Yeah. He, uh, he wasn't on the court, but yeah, I mean Julius Randle. I think yeah. Just look at those two fucking playoff games. The Knicks uh, unfortunately got walloped by the Cavs. But hey, we want a, we want a close series, so I'm glad uh, it yeah. uh, it's it's tied one one. But look at those games, even in the playoffs, he's throwing his body fucking everywhere. He's 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 fucking like my god, the amount of times he falls down and throws his shoulder into guys like. And normally we give big dog, uh, you know, of the month and, and of the year awards to kind of those unsung heroes. I know Julius Randle's a you know he's he's a twenty five point games sc- uh, per game scorer and all star, but among that star class, I think Julius Randle's kind of the he he's 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 the guy no one really talks about as as one of the better players in the league. He is he is unsung among the stars, uh, and so he's 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 finally getting yeah his love big dog of the year. Um, yeah, I think he's exemplified it all year, man. I think he's been great. And he's not beefing with fans anymore. That is kind of still a big dog. That is definitely a
0: big dog. flip off but, <laughs> your home team crowd, tell them to shut up. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. He's still got that in him. Maybe he'll bring it out at some point. Maybe him and Spike oh, Lee yeah. will get into, uh, you know, the spat uh, game six of the next round or something. Mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. it's big dog behavior all around.
0: Yeah. Uh, so congratulations, Julius Randle. Uh, your Hall of Fame uh, career is set uh, with yep, this award. So congratulations. Well Hold uh, Moving on now to the uh, the piece de la resistance. The the main (laughs) event. The MVP. Who's it going to be? Nominees are Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis Kumpo, Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid, and Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic. Jamal Murray. Oh, yeah. Ooh, hey, Jamal. Hey, most valuable uh, uploader. (laughs) I'll say that. Oh, Uh, my God. But for this year's award, Jordan... I think it's gone back and forth. Uh, Last year, again, the same trio from last year that finished in the top three. And last year, I went with Giannis. And I went back and forth. I went through this year. I I looked through all the stats. I looked at the records. I looked at everything that I won. I looked at the vibes. But I think the thing that differentiates my MVP from the rest, it's got to be the moments, man. It's got to be the moments. you got to have those MVP moments, those amazing Mm -hmm. uh, performances that just make you go, Man, this guy might be the best player in the world right now. Uh, okay. And for me, I think it's got to go to Joel Embiid, uh, the big man, the leading scorer. Wow. The, uh I think Joel gets his first MVP after two years finishing the runner up. Think he deserves it. Uh, you know, he led the 76ers to a strong finish in a really tough Eastern Conference. Uh, and you know, they, they, who knows how they'll uh, pan out throughout the, uh, the the NBA season or postseason rather. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, as far as the regular season went, uh, he was probably their best player on both sides of the court uh, he really controlled the uh, he controlled the, the pace of the game no matter who he was playing up against uh, and uh, you know he had amazing moments, you know multiple fifty-point performances, uh, you know eight, uh, taking over the game on the boards. Uh, he he did it all for his team, and I think this is a, a very deserving MVP for uh, a guy who who knows how long uh, his career will end up going, uh, just based on uh, you know his uh, his play and all. Uh, and he's already starting to yeah. push that uh, that 0 So I'm uh, i I'm, I want him to get his flowers while he can as well. So I'm going Joel Embiid uh, for this year's MVP.
1: Wow, Matt, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in you, man. Interesting. Because uh, that was my pick too. Yeah, I'm going with Joel Embiid, and you know what? I actually think Joel Embiid, on the whole, might have had like just as impressive of a year last year. Um. Yep. And 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 you know, you go back the last two years. My God, he's he's just been absolutely insane. I mean, he, he's now in a run of you know six straight All Star appearances after. Uh, you know, missing his first two years, basically. Um, And, uh, you know, coming in and and having injury concerns. Now you can say, especially he's got kind of his conditioning more sort of under control. Now you can say he's one of the more durable guys in the league, or at least he has been. And especially Mm -hmm. when he doesn't get these weird fluke injuries, like smashed in the face by his, uh, (laughs) his Cameroonian uh, friend, uh, Pascal. Um, So yeah, I've got to give credit where it's due. He has been just unbelievable uh, in these, 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 these past few years. He hasn't quite made it. I don't think he's deserved it um, in the year. Like, I don't think he's been robbed up to this point. But I think a lot of people have been making this this point, and it's one I agree with. If you look back at the last five years, if you give it to Embiid this year, Giannis will have two, Jokic will have two, and Embiid will have one. And that seems like the right outcome uh, over the last five years. Uh, Those are guys who have kind of jockeyed, uh, who you could have, you know, make cases for. You can still make a very strong case for Jokic this year. Uh, like if 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 the season was flipped, I think maybe I mean you know Jokic would would probably be the clear cut winner. Like if 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 it was sort of the way that Denver and Jokic started the season, ending uh, the season now, I think mm-hmm. people would be like, oh my god, look at this guy because he. I think people have already forgotten how dominant he was and the stats he was putting up early on in the year and how good Denver looked early on in the year. They obviously really kind of went off a cliff and Jokic wasn't even really playing towards the end uh, of, mm-hmm. of this season he was uh sort of resting a lot of games and 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 Denver lost a lot 76ers, of inexplicable uh, ones
0: they ended up pulling out one more win on the season too so they actually had the exactly. better record
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah they're not they're not you know that you could say Denver's yeah you know first in their conference but but it, it's it's true uh Philly just as good record wise um and and so yeah i i think uh, and, and and not to mention Giannis you can make a case for Giannis best team in the league a guy, a guy who didn't have his key running mate for a lot of the season and when he was there uh you know Middleton uh, barely looked like himself I mean Giannis is so good you can make the case he really deserved to win each of the awards in the last five years uh yeah, that's yeah. that's how good he's been but again I think Embiid th- this was the year where everything kind of came together he played you know he, cl- he cleared my sort of mark for how many games you should play uh you know 66 that's freaking admirable for a guy who falls down a lot and who probably yep. didn't need to play this many games um uh, and I'm, I'm 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 encouraged that he did yeah le- led the league in scoring uh maybe the best defensive force uh in the league when he's engaged and, and when he needs to be much improved passer like he he started you know uh, averaging two assists per game, goes up to three, and now the last two, mm-hmm. uh, couple years, up to uh, four point two per game. Like he, he, and and again, that doesn't sound like a lot, but for a center, that's that's something you gotta you know take hat to. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think you can make a case for all three guys. I obviously, I I wanted it to be Jokic. He was my preseason pick. I wanted, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the 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 historic nature of a three time MVP. But uh, I think Jokic. I, I sorry, I think. Embiid wanted this. I think he grabbed it by the throat. I think he took it, and uh, and I think uh, we 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 should all reward him for doing that. I think uh, I think this is Embiid's yeah. year.
0: And and I just want to finish off. You know, again, I think Joel Embiid wins it. I think he's the the MVP regardless. But if I I would just like to say, and I think he kind of got shafted uh, throughout the whole season, uh, Jason Tatum. Kind Why of. this guy deserved way more love than he did? Probably finished yeah. fourth in the voting. At least I would hope he did. Yes. Uh, but thirty points per game, eight rebounds on uh, the second best team in the league. Uh, you know, only only one win behind uh, the Milwaukee Bucks for the best team, best record in the NBA. Uh, yeah. And Jason Tatum played seventy four games. Uh, He was durable. He played all year. Uh, I've said this before, Jordan. If the NBA decided uh, tomorrow to stop doing everything by per-game metrics and they started doing totals like uh, most other uh, sports do, Jason Tatum was way, way, way out in front of the lead uh, for a lot of different categories, especially scoring the rock. Uh, So I, I would just like to say this. I would think I would actually, if I was putting my top three MVP ballots right now, it would have been Embiid, Jokic and Tatum not not Giannis I think wow, I would take Tatum Matthew. over Giannis in the the, the MVP bout uh, this that's year that's all spicy, I want one wanted to leave one little hot take in there, uh, there we for go. Uh, a, cons- uh, a, a consensus Joel Embiid MVP pick, uh, and yeah. that's all of the hardware for the NBA season. Uh, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk if you agree with uh, who was uh, the recipient of each of the the major hardware. Let us know who you thought should have been Big Dog of the Year, uh, or any other uh, deserving uh, members, or or maybe give us a look ahead your prediction for the twenty twenty four Big Dog of the Year. We want to hear Matt, from you guys at are Big we Dog gonna do- Ball Talk.
1: Are we gonna do all NBA teams or, or or no? Let's
0: do let's do a quick run through. Run through, your through all okay. NBA, yeah, because I, I wrote them down uh, very quickly uh, and uh, <laughs> hope that uh, you did too. Uh, I did. So we can just run through this and then we'll uh, we'll sign her well, off. Got, so uh, Jordan, you get through
1: Speed round. All right, yeah. Let's just do speed round. Look, my only thing is, uh, all all of you, you lovely listeners, I've, I'm sure you've had to sit through at, you know so many different people's all NBA picks. I I wanted to make it interesting. 60 games. You didn't make it to 60 games. You're not on my fucking team. So fuck you, Steph. Fuck you, AD. Fuck you, LeBron. Fuck you, James Harden. Fuck you, Kevin Durant. Uh, Dame, all you guys. Um, So my first team guards, uh, Donovan Mitchell and SGA. Uh, Those are my first team. Uh, Forwards, uh, Jason Tatum and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and center, obviously, Joel Embiid. That's my
0: mm-hmm. first team. Yeah, be, the, so we've uh, we're three for three on the front court, uh, but zero for two on the the, the first oh. team. Uh, I had uh, I had De'Aaron Fox and John Morant as my uh, my starters, you know my my top two.
1: Well, who do you have on your second team guards?
0: SGA and Mitchell.
1: Okay, because I have John Fox on second. Team. No, so there we go. We, we, we wow, just swapped okay. it. All right. Uh, so so that's that's second team sorted. Uh, my my uh, last three for second team are Jimmy Butler, Julius Randle, and Nikola Jokic.
0: Uh, I had Jokic, I had Julius Randle, but I got Pascal Siakam at oh, nice. uh, All-NBA number two.
1: Nice. I've got Siakam on my, my, my third team. Um, do you have Butler on there
0: at all? Do you have Butler on your uh, third team? I did, but I took him off at the last second, wow, A little wow. last, the last, minute, but, uh, last minute change in my All-NBA third team. All right, he would okay. have been third team. Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Okay, well, I got, I got Butler in there sneaking in at, at second team. My third team, I did a little bit of position moving around. I just had to. I put Luca as a forward, as bad mm. as Luca was, I, I, I he's still averaging what thirty eight and eight whatever. Uh, I, I had to put him, I had to throw him on here. But as a forward, uh, my guards are uh, Drew Holiday and Jalen Brown. Then I've got Sabonis as my other forward. Sorry, Siakam as my other forward, and Sabonis mm-hmm. as my center.
0: Cool, yeah, I, we, we 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 linked up pretty good there. Uh, I've got Jalen Brown at the guard and Luca at the other guard. Uh, oh, okay. Then I've got Lori Markkinen at the forward, Sabonis yeah. at the center. But my last spot that I took Jimmy Butler off of uh, in favor of him, I put the Defensive Player of the Year Triple J in there. Nice uh, at, at yeah,
1: forward. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, guys, I considered for sure. Yeah, I think Triple J and and Markkinen were, like, yeah, my two of my last three off. So yeah, it, mm-hmm. was, it, it was close. It hey, we almost not linked putting...
0: up on fifteen for fifteen there.
1: I know, I know, and it, it hurt me not putting uh, a guy like Brunson on this team. Uh, there's there's other guys, and obviously, yeah, those guys that missed. I mean, staff, yeah, Booker,
0: Steph, all,
1: all those guys. But hey, six, sixty games—that's all you got to get to. If you if you yeah. miss more than a quarter of the season, I'm sorry, you you, you yep. you're not on my teams. Um, but, uh, yeah, there we go. And uh, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do a fire round. I, I don't know if you've done it uh, yet, Matt, but I wanted to just quickly give my first team all defense. I didn't even get to second team. Oh, I was going to say, Holiday, I, I didn't
0: touch it. Nice, yeah. True Holiday,
1: Alex Caruso, Draymond Green, Giannis, and uh, Triple J, obviously the DPOY. Interesting. Uh, and OG made my second team. Uh, I wish I could have squared. You know what? C- no, fuck it. To OG. Fuck it. Draymond's off. OG's in yeah, there on my Draymond. first team. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice job. Uh, nice nice job,
0: OG. Congratulations. Defense congrats, player of the man. year, congrats. OG and Anobi. Uh, this yeah. has been Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our award special. Let us know at yeah. Big Dog Ball Talk what you agreed with, what you didn't, uh, and who you think is the Big Dog of the year. Uh, at Big yeah. Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel. And as my good friend Jordan always says.
1: You fuck with me, Matt. I will step on your chest, man. I'll, I'll jump mm. off your chest. I'll slam it. Mm. Give you a give you a sternum contusion or whatever he has. All right.
0: See the problem is you'd never get me. you never catch me lacking. First off, you'd never yes, catch I me would. on the ground like that. And if you did, I, I would lift on you, you off you the ground. ground. I'd probably lift no. you off the ground like a child, man. I'd hold Everyone your. Everyone knows, uh, like anime, uh, and then I go ultra <laughs> instinct. God, I'd fucking launch you into the air, man. There would be no, there no chance, man. And then I would be, then I'd be on the uh, the the uh, the office the uh, the offensive end. man. would uh, be
1: We'll see, Matt. I mean, we got to get this all on film. Uh, we'll set something up uh, mm-hmm. in your building, one on one at the, the court.
0: Alex, get that little, uh, bath uh, you know, get, get the boxing ring you guys had going. Uh, yeah, d- d- get, rope it off again, man. Rope off the backyard. We're getting but, in there.
1: And not only am I going to step on you, Matt, I'm going to turn to the crowd like Draymond did and go, "Yeah, oh yeah!" With
0: uh, <laughs> the commissioner
1: of the league somewhere in the uh, in the I- in uncut- the audience.
0: He, he, he went out through the back door. <laughs>